Back in 1995, Alan Cozen did multiple interviews for what would turn out to be just a 1,500-word article, which isn't that long, for the arts and leisure section of the New York Times. These included the ones with Paul and Ringo, which, unlike the rest of the world, you've already heard. Now we're going to listen to some others, starting with the Beatles' legendary press officer, Derek Taylor. This is going to be a two-parter, and I'm going to then follow it with an interview that Alan did with Neil Aspinall. This is rare stuff, folks. No one else has heard these tapes. So dig in and enjoy. I'm Richard Buskin, and we're Buskin with the Beatles. Did you sit down with him before any of these interviews? No, no. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit down with them and I didn't attend them and I didn't sort of do any priming or reminding or anything and I didn't attend any of the recording sessions for Free as a Bird. Yeah. I felt no need to. It's all been very relaxed. <laughs> do you think that they just um, winged it so to speak? Winged it, no question. So they didn't look at it? Any of the no. clips? Or... No, they had clips. Because, yes, you know, particularly when they were doing it with a monitor in uh, Apple Productions. You can, again, you can see that in the transcript. But again, uh, not of off the time, because if they're doing it in George's Garden, as they are on a roof in LA or in the Button Falls, both there's no clips even. Right. Were they surprised at some of those clips? They're probably things that yeah. they've yeah. been out in the Bulldog world, but they probably haven't seen they them. They haven't here. seen them, that's right. I think this has been pretty comfortable for them, looking back. Mm-hmm. I think they missed John in it. Um, but they know he would have... Uh, really, he would have really had plenty to say. And it was his young in it too, as George points out in one of the things I've read. We are all this age, and he's that age when he's doing his... But he does get fair play, equal time, and you'll find from Bob, and I have heard, but Bob should tell you, Bob Smeaton, that a lot of the, uh, the structure, the framework is of old John interviews, so a lot of the stuff he's answered or addressed in his old existing interviews, since there's no, there's nothing new with Canopy. And that's the basis of a lot of stuff that they've gone to the new, the, old, the survivors with. So that uh, issues that the survivors raised, which he didn't address, not left dangling without the, four, the other the four corners. This thing, this has always been like that. You've always got to have the what did the others say? The very first time I spoke to them in in one room in, in uh, September, I went to ask them, "Why are you doing the Royal Show for the Daily Express? Should you be doing the Royal Show?" Um, so we asked the others, you know, there was all and when John came in, and he was not in the room when I arrived with the other journalists. George said, well, I don't know what I think this, and Ringo said, I, I, well, I think I know, I'd like to play my drums the Queen, I'm all those things that I've got through a hundred times. Mm-hmm. You better ask John. So we waited when John came, and we said, well, what do you think, John, about the Royal Show? He said, well, what do they say? So it's all been, so with this anthology, it's... It's got to be, well, what does John think? And if he just hasn't got a view on it, then perhaps it's left out. 
also his views might be different now. Well, they would be. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. All of them have probably altered their views a bit over. Well, he certainly would because he. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the available tape of him is him in. I feel like Beatle demolition mode. Right. And undoubtedly, 15 years on, or 13, 15 years on, quite a different John. Even 15 hours later with him. Because he's forever saying this and then saying, sorry, I didn't mean that, you know. You know. <laughs> As indeed they all are, because there's a very uh, large <coughs> reservoir of goodwill and good cheer in these people. And. Uh, a lot of quick, offhand, apparently cruel remarks. I mean, the things that they are allowed to say to each other are things that uh, you know other people might find very difficult. After the famous acerbic exchanges, for want of a better cliche, mm. which in, in in more conventional relationships would be kind of uh, be the last straw. But with them, it's okay. Well, it's only John, or it's only or it's only George. Mm-hmm. It's only us, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And there's quite enough, there's much more to bind them than to separate them. To hear more of this interview, go to Buskin with the Beatles on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash BWTB.